Praise the Lord. This is Brother Julius Adeomi again of the Gospel Distribution Evangelical Association. Now, I was teaching about divine healing. And in the last, pro- last broadcast, we talked about how the fact that healing is part of the atonement that Jesus Christ paid for on the cross. Healing is part of the atonement. And we refer to Isaiah chapter 53, verse 4. We refer to the fact that as I was looking into the future, and when it was completed, Christ came and completed it. In Matthew chapter 8, Matthew chapter 8, verse 17, before, he, before even Jesus Christ went to the cross, he was already healing people, that it might be fulfilled, that which was written by Isaiah the prophet, that himself took our infancies and bare our sicknesses. Now he went to the cross and paid for, the, for our healing, paid in full. When Christ on the cross said, it is finished, our redemption is completed. He was beaten, smitten, 39 strokes before he was crucified. That stripes he led us. He said, by his side we were healed. Which was what Apostle Peter was referring to, past tense. And we are already healed. Now we have to appropriate that Bible verse, confess it, like I said. We believe it in our heart and confess it consistently. Even in the face of that disease and sickness, as you are speaking it and confessing it, you are hearing it. Your, the spirits that are causing disease are hearing it from your mouth. And they have to withdraw. Why? Because the word of authority is coming out of your mouth. We are kings and priests unto God. When you have believed Lord Jesus Christ, you have to be a believer now. If you are not a believer, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior first. Ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart and be born again. To, and repent from your sins. And he, will, and he will wash you with his blood. Now confess that his blood on the cross removes sin from you. And he strives that he received you before you went to the cross was for the healing of your body. You have to confess it, believe it and confess it. And keep confessing it until that devil withdraw. He has to withdraw because it is the authority of the king. Kings, even in the natural sense, when kings decree they don't have to do something, their servants implement what the kings say. All the king needs to do is to just speak and decree something. And what he said are carried out, carried out by the servants of the king. And God is telling us the same thing. He has made we saints, Christians, we are kings and priests unto him. So all we need to do is to speak his word, the word of God. As we speak it out, the servants of the king, which is the angels of God, we carry it out. Those spirits of the infirmity that are also doing those wickedness, they are to obey because they have to carry out what we are saying. By the strength of Jesus Christ, we were healed. So they have to move themselves away from us. By the strength of Jesus Christ, we were healed. Past tense. So these spirits of infirmities have to lose themselves from us. They have to believe it and confess. keep confessing and they must obey because it is the ordinance of God. And they know it. But because they are rebels, they will still try to see whether you know it. They are trying to test whether you know it. If you don't know your right, they will hold onto your onto your onto their own uh, deception. But when you know your right and you are confessing it today, hearing over and over again, that word that you are speaking is like fire in their ears. They don't want to keep hearing that they will have to move away from you. So that's why I say you have to believe it and confess it. So confess that by the strength of Jesus Christ, you are here, past tense. Healed of that disease that the, that the enemy has put upon you. Past tense, it's already healed. You are already healed. Confess it until the devil have to run away from you and take his disease with him. Amen. I also say it is the will of God that will be healthy. We see that when we read the book of Mark chapter 1, verse 14. And that it was Satan that was 
afflicted woman may be we read that in Luke chapter 13 verse 16 where Jesus Christ said hurt not this woman who was servant daughter of Abraham be loose from this bondage whom Satan has bound for 18 years who bound the woman Satan so diseases and sicknesses and infirmities of all kinds they are the causes they are caused by Satan it is Satan that is afflicting human beings not not Almighty God and so then we have to freely resist the devil like the Bible said and the Bible said he will flee from you when you resist the devil in, in the faith of Christ steadfastly in your faith the devil will have to flee and in verse John chapter 3 verse 8 the Bible said the Lord Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the devil that's where we rounded up in the first in the first uh, sermon Christ came to destroy the works of the devil and what are the works of the devil? Sin is the work of the devil. He said that the devil sinned from the beginning. He that committed sins of the devil. But Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. Now I said, sicknesses and diseases, they follow sin, the sin of Adam, into the world. And so, Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. So he has come to destroy sin and also destroy sickness and disease from us. That is why he strives, he does, it is in the atonement. Now, we are going to Talk a little briefly on so many ways God has put in the Bible for we believers to receive our healing, which He has already paid for. But say the payment is already done. It's almost like somebody deposited money into the bank for you. We that have believed in Lord Jesus Christ that we have been born again, think of it that Christ has deposited a lot of money in the bank for you. But if you don't know how to approach the bank and collect, you can be hungry and die of hunger. Even though your father has deposited a lot of money like an inheritance for you in, in your bank account. So you need to know how to go to the bank and cash it. So that's what we are going to teach in a few minutes. Many things that God has put in the scriptures for us. How to receive our healing is what I say. It's already healed us. How to receive that healing is what we are going to describe here. He has put several things, several methods in, this, in the Bible, in the New Testament. For the Lord Jesus Christ has put several methods in the New Testament that we can use to receive our healing. And I'm going to itemize them one by one and give you some Bible verses. And you have to process any of them. If you, if you, if you, if you can't get through one method, you may be able to get through another method. If you can get through this method, you may be able to get through another method. That's why I put so many methods of he getting your healing. Almost like when you say you want to go to the bank right now, you can cash your money by writing a check. Not so. You can also go there and cash it and pick and they will give you cash. Or they also have what you call ATM right now in the banks where you don't even need to go to talk to anybody. You go to the ATM, you have a card, you have to go there and collect. So there are many ways that you can collect your money from the bank even right now in the world. So the same way God has put so many ways in the Bible, in the New Testament, for we believers, I'm talking of believers right now, to get our healing. Now, the, many of the believers are expecting what they call supernatural manifestation, which we call manifestation of the gifts. But you see, many of those supernatural manifestations is actually used for the unbelievers to come and see what God can do. Come and see this kingdom. So when people are gathered in crusades and a minister of God pray and lay hand upon the people and people suddenly see instant miracle, many times that is glamorous like that to, to invite people to come on in. Come on in. Now that you are already here in Christ, 
you shouldn't be sick you shouldn't be afflicted but if the in, for in peradventure the enemy has already put some signal of affliction upon you how you can use your own faith and the word of god and exercising your faith to resist the devil to drive the devil away to keep the devil at bay and keep the devil off of your shoulder that is for you that is what god expects from you every believer so but many people are still looking for that prophet or looking for that miracle worker to lay hand upon them and they do not know how to exercise their own faith that is why sometimes god just fold his arms because he expects you and me to grow up as believers so that we also become deliverers of others but then when we are not growing up sometimes even the prayer of faith from some of those prophets does not help anymore why because you ought to be teachers yourself like apostle paul said you ought to be teachers not that you ought to be taught you ought to be teachers yourself if you have been growing so now let's go through and see these are the several ways that god has put in the scriptures how we can receive our healing then the first one that everybody knows is this manifestation of the gifts and you know specifically put that one in the church so that you can also be used by the believers let's read it in the in the first corinthians chapter 12 these are the gifts of the holy ghost but we call it manifestation of the gifts <laughs> that the lord has put in his body for the for the believers to profit with it <coughs> first corinthians chapter 12 i will read verse 9 so we see that this is one way that god can manifest healing through the gifts of the holy ghost here apostle paul was saying there are the but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all is given to every man and then in verse 9 said to another he gave faith by the same spirit that is a special faith then to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit which means god give put the gifts of healing in the body of christ to heal people not only people in the house but also people that's outside the house so that they can be prayed for and they can get healing but now when you get your healing through that manifestation of the gifts you better know how to keep it how to keep your healing that is how to, because the devil will try to come back but you have to resist the devil that's your teaching is all about we need to teach one another how to resist the devil so that when he tries to come back you resist and say no devil you don't put that back upon me because i belong to jesus christ because christ already paid for my healing you have to confess it just like i said in the first sermon confessing it the devil will have to run away and not bring it back upon you he will try again some other time you resist him the same way by the word of god so one way of healing of getting your healing is but through the manifestation of the gifts of healing you may say well, you don't have that gift then somebody that have the gifts of healing may lay their hand upon you and pray for you that is manifest of the gifts <laughs> and if the special gifts are like that some people may have special gift to 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 heal a particular disease while other people may have special gift to heal other parts of disease and among the ministers of the gospel now there is a general one that christ gives to every believer which is another way to receive your healing that's the second one in mark chapter 16. now this is written for us in mark gospel of mark chapter 16. after jesus christ resurrected this is what was reported by by mark that this is what jesus christ gave to everybody in verse 15 to 17 
or to eighteen. He said, Jesus Christ said unto them, to the disciples, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Now listen to verse 17. And these signs, well, they are signs, remember? Now, what are the signs for? Signs are actually to attract attention. Signs are expected to call attention of who? Not the people of Daladay in the, in, the, in the church. People that are outside the church that have not been that have not known about Christ. This science is to call their attention. So that's why you have to know the purpose of this. And this science, of course, we can also use this thing in the midst of the believers to keep us healthy. Because they said they are to be science anyway, but I'm saying because they are called science, they are to attract attention of the unbelievers so that they can come into Christ. And also begin to enjoy this benefit that we enjoy. But as believers, the benefit is that we shouldn't even be sick in the first place. We should be in divine health by following the precepts of the Lord. And peradventure, we let down the bar and the enemy has put an affliction. We need to know how to exercise our faith and resist the devil and get our healing. That's why we can be prayed for ministry by the gifts of the healing. Or by the laying on of hands, and this other way I'm going to list. So, but this is the one that said laying on of hands. I'm going to read here in verse 17. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. See now, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is this one. They shall cast out devils. So, we cast out devils in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Most of the diseases that are demonic oppression or demon instigated, we have to cast the devils out first for the body to heal itself. Once we cast the devils out, the devil, the body itself will begin to mend. But when the devil is still operating and the devil has not been cast out, it's difficult for the body of the person to mend itself. So that's why they say, in my name shall they cast out devils. So he has given us that authority. That this is for every believer. You remember that he said, this sign shall follow them that believe. Which means, even you that listen to me, that say you are just a believer, you are also them that believe. This sign should follow you. So you can be using this same for yourself. To cast the devil out as if you have authority to command any devil that's causing sickness in your body to go away and leave you alone. Because you have this authority also. You say, in my name, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. That is the baptism of the Holy Ghost when he gives you a new tongue. We say, what is the new tongue for? That is for talking to Father in heaven. Another language that only you and the Father knows. And you'll be able to talk through in the spirit and that help us to pray, right? Sometimes to pray through. Sometimes to pray in an unknown tongue which only is, we are praying in mysteries to heaven. But you see, that is for everybody. So if you don't have that, ask for the Holy Ghost to give to Father God to give you that whole baptism of the Holy Spirit so that you can speak in new tongues. Now verse 18 says, They shall take up serpents and... So now remember, it's not just saying they should be taking up serpents. It's saying... The purpose of taking all serpents is that, and if they drink any deadly thing that is serpents that could be deadly or anything that they drink that deadly, it shall not hurt them. So the serpents should not hurt us. Any deadly thing should not hurt us. That is protection over supernatural protection. This is part of the promises of God for we that are believers. These are signs. Then he said, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That is where I am trying to point to. Lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. Is given to every believer to do. Now, I said this is how you also can receive your healing. Somebody can lay out upon you that is a believer in Christ 
and you can receive your healing. So what is that going to be? When they lay hand for you, you have to exercise fear and say, as my brother, as this brother minister lay hand for me, I claim my healing. You have to believe that and you are confessed that I claim my healing in your heart. Once you say that, that's how you release your faith. You claim your healing. You can also do it for yourself. If you are a believer, say you, you shall lay hands upon the sick and shall recover. Now, you also are sick. You lay your hand upon yourself where you are healing. And say in the name of Jesus Christ, my body, recover. And as you lay hand upon yourself, expect your body to recover. That's the same way how you release your faith from when somebody else is laying upon you. You say, as my this minister lay hand upon me, I receive my healing. I claim it in Jesus' name. You have to believe it that believe it that way and confess it that way in your heart. Because that was what that woman said in the days when, when they said they were a woman that has issue of blood. He heard about the Lord Jesus Christ. That people were touching this Messiah and they were getting healed. And he believed it. And the Bible said, he also, when he saw his opportunity, she, when she saw her opportunity, the Messiah was passing in her street. She went after the Messiah and said, if I may, she was saying it to herself in her heart, and that is what I'm trying to tell you also, if you are going to be prayed for, or somebody is going to want to lay hand upon you for you to get healing, or you are to lay your hand upon yourself, this is what you should be telling yourself in your heart, just like that woman in Mark chapter 6, the woman with the issue of blood. They said, the woman said in, to herself, If I but may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. If I may but just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. So you see, it is you confessing that in your heart. And when the man is, when the minister is about to lay their hand upon you, that's Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, from verse 27. Let me read the whole story of this woman. A certain woman, verse 25, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. Why? For she said, whom did she say this to? She was saying it to herself, not that she was saying it to his friends. She said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. So she heard about this thing. People are saying that this Messiah, people are touching this Messiah and they were getting healed. She believed it. So that's the first thing. You have to believe what you hear. You believe the report. The report you are hearing. She believed that report. And she saw her opportunity. She said it to herself. Say with your mouth. Whether quietly to yourself. But believe what you are saying. She said, if I may but touch the arm of his garment. Verse 28. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. She didn't say, she didn't say, I may be whole. She said, I shall be whole. You have to confess it positively. Positively. I'm trying to show you how to receive your healing. So that's another method you took to take hold of that Bible verse that said, they shall lay hand upon the sick and they shall recover. And as you are laying your hand upon yourself, you confess that I shall be whole as I lay my hand upon myself. You are confessing it. Just like that woman said, 
If I may touch his clothes, I shall, not I may, I shall be whole. So you believe it and you say it with your mouth. And then lay your hand upon yourself, expect that you shall be whole. And the sickness we have to, this is faith. That's how you exercise faith. And God is listening. You are dealing with God. We are dealing with spirits here. Spirits are listening and they are obey and they are going to obey because this is spiritual law that you don't know much about. These are spiritual laws that you don't know much about. Once you understand it, begin to use it and it will work for you because you are dealing with Jesus that created all things. And that's what he's telling you. So what I'm saying is you can lay your hand upon yourself. That's another way you can receive your healing. And confess like this woman has said, if I touch, I shall be made whole. And say, I shall lay my, my hand upon my body that is healing, I shall be made whole. And then you lay hand upon yourself and say, I shall be made whole. And confess it and expect that you be made whole and it shall be so. Because faith is expectation. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So you have to expect what you are, what you are hoping for. And believe that it's now it's going to happen. Okay, so I said that's another way to receive your healing is laying on of hands. Whether somebody lay hand upon you, or you yourself lay your hand upon yourself, like Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18 said, This signs shall follow them that believe. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Then you can do the same thing, not only for other people, you can only do it for yourself. And you can get healing that way. Now, another way that God has put in the Bible for us to receive our healing, you see that in the book of James, chapter 5. It's called prayer of faith, is what we will call it here. But he put some steps in that prayer of faith. James chapter 5, verse 15. Here, Apostle James was saying, If anyone is sick, he should call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. There are two things he mentioned here, which I'm going to point to. Those two methods are, can work for you. And he said, like I said, any of these methods can be how you will receive your healing. Gifts of miracle or gifts of healing from a minister. If you don't say, I don't have these gifts of healing. What about laying on of hand that Christ gives to everybody? You can lay your hand upon yourself and expect, like I say, confess it. Or somebody else that is a believer can lay your hand upon you. Not only those who have the gifts of healing. Even anybody that, because this promise in Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18 is for everyone that believes. So that's why I say you can do it for yourself. You can apply it to anybody else, for your children. But believe it, confess it, like I said, and then I do it, and it shall be so. In this one, I was talking about prayer of faith by James chapter 5. Here in James chapter 5, I am going to read two things here. Verse 14. Is, there, is any sick among you? Which means we don't have to be sick at all in the first place if we are in the Christ, in, in the church. But peradventure somebody is sick. See, let him call for the elders of the church. That not just for every step of sickness. You should be able to pray for yourself. But when it look like it's not working, then or you look like you are too far gone, you couldn't help yourself. Then call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. And he gave some pre some methods, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Well, that anointing of the oil is not the one that's going to heal. That's a point of contact. So one method is anointing with oil. It's similar to when they said in the Bible that aprons and caches from the body of Apostle Paul was sent to people that were sick and by the time they touched the apron or the handkerchief that had been anointed by Apostle Paul, the diseases and sicknesses left. So that is what this anointing oil also symbolizes. Some people say anointing oil simply means medicine. It simply symbolizing contact, point of contact. 
that once they pour oil upon you, believe that as they pour oil upon me, I am receiving my healing. You use your faith to receive it. It is see your faith that is going to receive your healing by confessing it, like I said in the earlier one, for the laying of hands. You say, as they pour this oil upon me, I receive my healing. You confess it and expect it to be so, and it shall be so. He said, anointing him with oil. The elders will come and help you in case the fellow is weaker enough in, in faith, and they will come and anoint oil. That's one method of receiving your healing. But he said, it's the prayer of faith, verse 15. The prayer of faith, that is, the people that are going to pray over you must be believing that what they have prayed as prayer of faith, that as we are decreed, so shall it be. That is prayer of faith. We are decreeing that this our sister or brother be well. So shall it be. That's prayer of faith. They have to believe what you are saying. That's prayer of faith. Shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. Now he mentioned something says that if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Remember that. Many times in the body of Christ, that's why I say we ought not to be sick when we are believers already. We ought not to be sick. But many times sin Iniquities, misbehavior, not loving one another, not uh, not forgiving one another. All of those things are called sin. Not walking in love, they are called sin in the body of Christ. So when you have uh, grievances or, or what do you call it, gossiping against one another, that is an offense that can make that's making open door for the devil. When you badmouth anybody, what do you call it? Badmouth anybody or speak evil of people behind their back. That is an offense in the body of Christ. It's not expected to be among saints, among believers. And those are open doors that make the devil to be able to sneak in and put some sickness and disease upon believers. That's what are sins that you say. If you have come, God also we believers that are expected to be saints. You are not expected to be fornication or adultery or stealing or all those evil things. But this type of gossiping that is still remaining among the believers or badmouthing people, speaking evil of other people. Or not forgiving people, unforgiveness is a sin. All of those things are what the enemy can use, uh, use in to attack believers. So that's why the Bible said, when they pray for you, if you have committed sins, they shall be forgiven you. You have to confess your sins. Now, that is another part in verse 16 of James chapter 5. I'm going to read that verse. So there are two things here, how to receive your healing. The prayer of faith, that people pray over you, and they anoint you with oil, and you claim that that's one method that you will be healed. The second method in this James chapter 5 is verse 16. I say, confess your faults one to another. That's another way you can get your healing. By confessing your faults. By confessing your faults. That is, if you know that you have unforgiveness, confess it and forgive. And if you have done something wrong to somebody, confess it and make the restitution. That is what I say, confess your faults one to another. When you do that, I'm talking about believers and believers. Even if you believe against anyone that's not a believer, you have not to hold grudges. The Bible says those are all offenses, sins. So when you confess it, and then you pray one for another, you will be healed. Without any anointing of oil or anything, just confessing your sin means that you are being making yourself right with Christ now. You confess your faults to another brother that you have offended, or you say, forgive me, or you forgive the person that are offending you, and you settle the cause, settle the matter. Now begin to walk in love and say, I love you, I forgive you. And you say, you, then you pray for the fellow, the fellow pray for you. He say, you'll be healed. That is what Apostle James was saying here. So just like you can be, you can, you can be anointed, anointed by elders, you don't even need elders in this case. If you know your fault with somebody, just call the person and res- resolve it. 
Pray one for another and you will be healed. That's what the Bible is saying right here. So that's two methods there. Prayer of faith by the elders or confessing your sins one to another and pray one for another. James chapter 5 verse 16. That's another way you can be healed. And there are many other ways whereby you can receive your healing. Another method is hearing the word of God and believing it. You can be healed by just believing the word of God. And that is what we see in Psalm 107. Let's read Psalm, Psalm 107 verse 17. Where the Bible says, When they cry unto God, God sent his word and healed mankind. And delivered mankind from their destruction. Now let me pray for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I command you that listen to me, your body be well. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because it is written, Christ paid for your infirmities by his stripes you were healed. It is finished on the cross. Who is also bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness. By whose stripes ye were healed. You were healed on the cross. And so your body receive your healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, lose them and let them go. Take your diseases and your infirmities out of their body right now. Lose them, let them go in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. That is it, friend. God bless you. Write to us and we shall send you some more exhortation. Go to our website, gospeldistribution.org. And from there you can send us email. And you can get some of our literature that you can buy from Amazon. And that will also bless you. God bless you. Gospel Distribution Evangelical Association. Amen.